0: The Football Pod. Colin O'Rourke said that in punditry today, that colour, wit and enthusiasm is missing. Tune into the Football Pod. <laughs> Paddy Anders and James Dunne who will bring it for you. Subscribe to the football pod wherever you get your podcasts. Football on off the ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. Hey, welcome back. So Newcastle have beaten Brighton by four goals to one that moves Newcastle onto 69 points, three points clear of Manchester United in fourth though United do have a game in hand uh, but more importantly for Newcastle they are four points clear of Liverpool both sides have played the same amount of games so one more win for Newcastle will guarantee them Champions League football for next season At uh, Brighton they stay six they're a point clear of Spurs and Aston Villa but they still have a game in hand on both of those sides and Brighton play bottom of the table Southampton at the weekend so you'd expect them to go on and win that one still scoreless in the West Ham game in the Europa Conference League semi-final so they lead AZL Al- Kumar 2-1 on aggregate and I mentioned that League One playoff Sheffield Wednesday leading Peterborough by three goals to nil on the night but they had lost the first leg 4-0 so 4-3 to Peterborough and there's still around 10 minutes to go in that one if you're looking for a little bit of drama this weekend uh, look no further than the WSL the top four all playing each other on the penultimate weekend of the season Shabana Hearn is with us how are you keeping Shabana?
1: Hi uh, yeah very well thank you how are you doing you good?
0: I'm um, alright so uh, go on give us the permutations Top of the head.
1: Well, it could go absolutely any way, couldn't it? It's actually the game that we're all focusing on this weekend, and I'm going to have my own because uh, I'm going to be at it, is of course Chelsea hosting Arsenal. Can Arsenal do enough to stop Chelsea? Because at the moment uh, they're looking good. And of course, we've got to give huge credit to Manchester United and the job that they've done this season. But now they've slipped to second when it comes to points. Manchester United on 50 points, Chelsea on 52 points. So if Chelsea beat Arsenal, I'd say they've run away with it if Arsenal can cause the upset and beat Chelsea, Manchester United beat Manchester City, then Manchester United will make some history and go and win the league. So it's it's actually the penultimate weekend is an absolute belter.
0: So Chelsea 52, United 50, Arsenal 47, Mm. City 44. The expectation will be that all four of those teams would win on the final day but maybe with all the pressure that goes with that maybe there'll be an upset somewhere along the way Mm -hmm. Uh, Chelsea it's in their hands for a long time they've had games in hand and they've been trying to chase down Manchester United Uh, they've been so relentlessly good though usually you want the points in the bag you always felt that Chelsea they just weren't going to slip up and it does feel that while there's an end of an era sense to certain players leaving the club during the summer that like Sam Kerr is hitting form and just playing some sensational football right now that it will be very, very difficult for Arsenal to keep out this Chelsea side at the weekend.
1: Yeah. I mean, after what happened to to Leavalti um in the game last night for, for for Arsenal, I do look and go, okay, you're another top player down there. Um that that squad is down to literally marrow. You know, they've gone through the bones and the likes and Um, What happened to Lee last night means that she likely now will be out for the rest of the season. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a problematic time. But I feel that since they've dropped star after star due to injuries, Arsenal have been outstanding. So you never know. They could go do Manchester United a solid uh, and beat Chelsea. Chelsea have had a, a very busy time recently. But as you mentioned, Sam Kerguro-Wrighton, I think Guro-Wrighton's had the season of her life. She's been absolutely outstanding. Lauren James is maybe one of the best footballers I've ever seen in my life. She's uh, absolutely incredible. And the rest, you know, the players coming in from the last window and the summer, uh, all really are on the same page. So I, th- I think Chelsea do go all the way and, and win it again. They've won the double the last three years, so I think it happens again. Uh,
0: the fact as well that they go, they beat Manchester United in the cup final last weekend, beat mm-hmm. West Ham 4-0 last night, and Emma Hayes is able to make seven changes, rest a lot of key players, and still be that dominant.
1: Mm-hmm. It just It's a testament to... Uh, to how Chelsea, I think, operate um, and how Emma Hayes operates. She is the best. She is the most most ruthless. I mean, when today I was looking at the video of um, Ericsson, Magdalena Ericsson, in floods of tears, giving her a goodbye message to Chelsea, I was like, huh, if you're that happy and you've had the best time of your life what is it then about Chelsea Since she's been there since 2017 why now are you moving on and I do think you've got to look at the best managers in the world of all times they're always improving when they're at their best and as Emma Hayes looking to change up that squad now again this summer Pernella Harder coming back from injury is, is on drop she's the reason they won the FA Cup she's the reason that, they, that you know um, Chelsea were able to do it against Manchester United last week in the FA Cup and I think she'll be she will be missed um, as well. So will Ericsson, she's their captain, leaving the club. Millie Bright, she's still not then back from that injury. I, I I am keen to see what more business Emma Hayes is going to do this summer.
0: What do you think she's going to do?
1: Well, she's brought in a couple of decent players. Um, I just I think you're going to obviously have to replace the, those kind of irreplaceable players. You know, you're you're missing your captain. Will she be replaced? Will that happen this summer? Is that something that's going to happen in the future? Um, as well, Pernella Harder. Um, but the, she's brought in that German player. Um, God, what's the girl's name? Her name's just my uh, uh, mind. It'll come to me in two seconds in the mind eye. But, um, you know, some brilliant players that she's brought in in the last kind of few weeks. I think it's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Chelsea. And I think they're going to do great business this window. And I think they're, they are, they're aiming for the Champions League.
0: Well, if she's looking for a leader, she won't have to look too far this weekend uh maybe a look at the Arsenal captain yet again
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah I mean interest in that one what's what will happen there um I actually had a conversation with a a group of women's football journalists about this yesterday and I said is that something that we would like to see happen would you like to see Kate McCabe go to Chelsea to play under a manager like Emma Hayes to, to strengthen the likes of that Chelsea side and, you know, the, the overall consensus was there would be war. There would be war if Kate McCabe goes to Chelsea. And i also like... Well there is it is it not an acceptable great move to go and play for one of the best managers in the world and maybe flourish in that position? Um, but also that is a choice that you know welcome down to Kate McCabe. She's still got another year left in her contract as well, at Arsenal. She is a very happy player there. She's leading the team by example at the moment and and she's very happy in her place um and in that squad. So I do not know.
0: Uh, I'm I'm uh, not going to try and second guess Katie McCabe's personality, particularly uh, talking to you, but I would suspect if a move like that was going to go through that she might thrive on that sense of war between the two clubs.
1: Do you know what? Maybe, maybe, but also maybe she's the person as well who who just enjoys being with the squad and en- enjoys the challenge there in front of her. And it's been such a challenging season. Um, and I have my utmost respect for her, you know, rising to the occasion. I, I look at the games that she was missed out. Biggest game of the season against Chelsea at the Emirates. She was on the bench and I'm sitting there scratching my head going, we're missing something here? Like, why is that? And she's worked and worked and worked and players have dropped out due to injury and, and Katie has just stepped up to the occasion. And I think she she really embodies a captain, you know, and I think she shows that and the games that she's represented and she's just a massive part of that squad and that there's a lot of love in that side as well so it would be a very hard decision for her to make Um, and I don't think she would ever want to disappoint anyone because she's that kind of person as well.
0: so if Chelsea win this weekend and United fail to beat City Chelsea will be champions this weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, Arsenal still have an outside chance so they need to win their two remaining games they need to beat Chelsea and hope that uh, United slip up twice and that Chelsea don't go and beat Reading on the final day of the season if as looks likely Arsenal don't win the title how will they reflect on this season also close to a place in a Champions League final and right there till the end in a title race in a season when it's hard to remember a team being so decimated by injuries to key players at the same time is this sort of a season where they go we did as well as we could do
1: Hmm. Um, Jonas De was asked this very similar uh, question in a press conference last week and you know he has been very clear about watching his side leave everything out in the pitch and how they've come together through tough times i mean they've had some real sadness in that squad this year you know they've been to beth mead's mum's funeral as a squad they've lost you know their their loved ones loved one um they've then lost her to an acl injury and so many others after and leah williamson and kim little their captain and uh, and then Laura Wienreuter just a few weeks ago. And then last night, Lievolti and actually looking and go, wow, it's like a wee, it's like a car side. But every time something happens, they just rise the, the occasion and the plate even more. That Champions League semi-final against Wolfsburg was just, I mean, I was I was in floods of tears at the end because they just were absolutely excellent. They weren't beaten because they weren't the better side. That came down to fine margins and they were unlucky. And then that moment in the dying minute of the game, And I went to the Conta Cup final and I was just like, wow, there's something in this squad at this moment in time. I think Arsenal have progressed so much in terms of they've not been a team you've wanted to play this season. You know, they've really come together as a squad. They've stepped up. Even the likes of Black Blackstenius, who was rumored to be going out the door in the January transfer window, decided that she was going to rise to the occasion as well and has, has actually, you know, turned into some of the best football she's played. I think this Arsenal, this Arsenal side, despite how it finishes this season, they have got a piece of silverware. They did very well in the Champions League and they've lost so many key players, seven key players, and that's starting eleven live in out. They should be patting themselves in the back. I think they've been excellent. Uh,
0: I can't imagine any Manchester United player is surprised with the way Chelsea have been able to keep going with them and win those games in hands, but they have spent a long time top of the table at, for them to go top at the end of this weekend so they would need Chelsea and Arsenal's draw and beat City by five goals or more in the derby so that seems probably unlikely uh, they will be hoping that Arsenal can do a job on Chelsea and that they can get the win over Manchester City uh, we've spoken a lot about Aoife, Aoife Mannion on this mm-hmm. show mm. over the last couple of weeks we had Eva on the show uh, giving us her backstory. a uh, Her role at United next season, considering she has been getting game time since injury, she had the full 90 against Arsenal a couple of weeks back, is it still a little bit too early for her to be getting much game time over the final two weeks of the season? Is it something that'll be next year actually we could be possibly looking forward to her being a a regular member in that starting eleven.
1: Yeah, I think next season, it's definitely would look like it would be coming more regularly for her. And I see she absolutely deserves that. And I think she will definitely feature and play a part in the next uh, final games for Manchester United as well. It's funny, Bruce was saying to me, my, my sister was saying that coming back from that camp in and, and the US and having that bit more time uh, with Aoife Mannion, like what an interesting character. Uh, she is, you know, she found her like a really interesting person and and different, unique. Um, and when the picture came out, when Manchester United had secured their Champions League place um, for next season, which they have never done before, and Aoife Mannion with the bucket hat on, I was like, she's just such a, a touch for Ireland to have going into this World Cup um, as well. I think she features heavily next season and Mark Skinner, credit to him, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? I mean, he's got a, he's got a full squad, to be fair, and, and Aoife Mannion's worked her way in. We've seen her start a few times as well and really have an impact in that Manchester United side. So yeah, I can't can't imagine it any other way. Uh,
0: How are you calling it then for the final two weeks of the season?
1: I think, (sighs) do you know, the Arsenal-Chelsea one, I'm I'm ever so slightly curious about. I I have seen Chelsea go to sleep at times this season and then Sam Kerr just pops up and does Sam Kerr things. So I'm also, I'm on the fence. It could be a draw. It, It could easily be a draw that game. If not, I do think if Chelsea go on and win, they've got this momentum now moving forward to the end of the season. They will go all the way. Manchester United have never beaten Manchester City in a derby, you know, in the league. So I I do look at that and go do Manchester United fall once more or do they change that because they've made history the whole way through um, you know for the, for themselves this season they'll end on a high and make sure next season they're definitely in contention to be winning the league because coming into this season I was like I wouldn't put it past Manchester United at all they're a great squad and now I think they've really lived up to that and it's come down to the final games but Chelsea getting to the final games of the season having three games in hand it's just what, what you're going to do. You know you've got to allow them those nine points. So Manchester United were always going to be playing catch up to Chelsea.
0: Uh, the final day of the season. It is Arsenal against Aston Villa. I am intrigued yeah. as to how you approach that game. So uh, you mentioned it there for anyone who doesn't know. So Risha Littlejohn is your sister, uh, Irish international Aston Villa player. Uh, Katie McCabe, her partner. Do you just avoid the two of them for the for the week? <laughs>
1: I just I just love watching. I just love it. I just, I'm like a pure spectator and all that as well. Um, Risha's struggling with her Achilles at this moment in time, so whether it's uh, a game that Risha will be featuring in, I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that yet. I think she's trying to be as prepared as she can be for the World Cup. You know, going chronological order, she's not been a starter for Aston Villa all season, um, so I think she wants to make sure that she can be available for Ireland this World Cup and not. Cause any more inflammation where she can avoid it, um, and and Arsenal, as we know, will be going for the win. But you know, Aston Villa, I credit them, have been a bogey team to so many teams this season, um, and I definitely think they'll be they'll be up for a final day of the season. Happy trip back up the road to Birmingham. For myself, I'll be looking at with popcorn, thinking. Let's just watch this all un- unravel. It should be interesting.
0: <laughs> uh, Shabana, I'm sure we will chat to you over the next couple of weeks again uh, as we reflect on the WSL season and of course start uh, properly looking ahead to yes. the World Cup finals. I'll and uh, Sam Kerr, who is uh, scaring the living daylights out of all of us, I think, mm-hmm. at the moment. as to what might what happen in do? that opening tournament. But uh, yeah, it should be a cracking weekend. Thanks as always for joining us.
1: Thanks, Nathan. Speak
0: to you soon. Uh, West Ham, you're heading to the Europa Conference League final. Pablo Fernales has scored in the last minute 1-0 on the night. They lead 3-1 on aggregate against Alkmaar. Going to have to wait to find out who you're playing in that uh, because Basel and Fiorentina looks like it's going to extra time. It is Roma who still lead 1-0 on aggregate in injury time against Bayer Leverkusen. And it looks as though Sevilla Juventus going to extra time as well. Newcastle beat Brighton by four goals to one in the Premier League. Quick break. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports